Peter, James, and John got a glimpse of the glory of Christ on the Mount of Transfiguration. Christ, who will come again in glory to judge both the living and the dead. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Listen to these words from St. Ephraim. He took Peter, James, and John up to the mountain that he might show them his kingdom before they witnessed his suffering and death so that they might understand that he was not crucified because of his own powerlessness, but because it had pleased him of his goodness to suffer for the salvation of the world. Hear now from the Word of God, the holy, inspired, and infallible Word of God in Luke chapter 9, verses 28 through 36. Some eight days after these sayings, He took along Peter and John and James and went up to the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face became different, and his clothing became white and gleaming. And behold, two men were talking with him, and they were Moses and Elijah, who, appearing in glory, were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions had been overcome with sleep, but when they were fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. And as these were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles, one for you, and one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not realizing what he was saying. While he was saying this, a cloud formed and began to overshadow them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. Then a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. And when the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent and reported to no one in those days any of the things which they had seen. There is a tremendous amount of gold to be mined from this passage, but I want to focus on three things from this text and the parallel text in Matthew and Mark. What the disciples saw, what the disciples heard, and what the disciples concluded, or at least what Peter concluded. Peter, James, and John witnessed the transfiguration of Christ Jesus on the mountain. And in doing so, they witnessed the Shekinah glory of God in his son, Jesus Christ. And the radiance was like lightning. And it wasn't likely the result of something shining from outside onto King Jesus, but shining from within him and radiating out. It was a momentary manifestation of the glory which is going to be seen fully when he comes again with his holy angels to judge the living and the dead. And the disciples heard a conversation between Moses, Elijah, and Christ about his coming departure. The word there is actually exodus, in particular, his death, but I believe his resurrection and ascension as well. And then they heard the voice of God the Father, and he declared to them that Christ is his only begotten, his chosen, his beloved Son, in whom the Father is well pleased. Christ is the one that the law and the prophets declared and anticipated. 
He is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. Can you imagine being there on that mountain when that happened, seeing and hearing what Peter, James, and John saw and heard? Surely it would make it easier to live in a confident trust and in faithful obedience to God. Much easier to let our our light shine in darkness. But Peter doesn't see it that way. In his second epistle, recalling this event, what he both saw and heard, he writes, We have the prophetic word made more sure. More sure. He continues, To which you do well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place. We have the more sure word of God. To the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.